Another week, got my homie Derek Dodd in the house. Oh, what it do, nephew? The Don want a single mom's in the house. I got Chelsea in the house. What up, girlfriend? I'm just sitting. I was going to say something really nice, and you said girlfriend, and I got sad. Damn, oh, not wife. Even though but, y'all's marriage certificate de- got delivered in the mail today, like finally. eight years later, for legal yeah. purposes, I got uh, <laughs> our marriage certificate and Scout's birth certificate from Kentucky in the mail today. I got my birth certificate coming from New York. And, and she's finally changing her last name to match mine only a decade later. It's baby. not a decade. Um, we've been married since 2017, and the paperwork is daunting and hellacious, and I finally decided to be an adult and do it. So, Oh, yeah. Well, here we Congratulations are. Congratulations on taking this next step into fully being married, <laughs> married to Thank a Chad. You. Thank you for finally accepting me. I was going to say, I was looking across and just noticing you're always handsome to me, but now you're like smiling at me with like extra pearly white. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah those so. white. Those teeth are white as a motherfucker, bro. Look like you got like uh look like you got a bleach job done. Damn, dude. dude. Well, you know, uh, a girl never reveals her secrets. <laughs> but I'm gonna reveal mine because I'm no lady. Well, someone um, acted like a girl about it. I acted like a straight up uh, baby back bitch. Let me tell you. <laughs> so I've been having a lot of teeth work over the last couple of weeks. I've uh Which I've, is well deserved. Yes, yeah. I needed it. It's been almost twenty years since I was in the military when I had my teeth worked on. Um, I really thought I was going to lose a couple teeth, like I think I talked about previously. Yeah. So they went in two different sessions and destroyed the plaque. I had multiple women in my mouth. Oh, yeah. That's what she said. Uh, drilling and poking and prodding and sucking That's saliva. That's what she said. <laughs> Doing all that shit. So now we finally got the motherfuckers clean as they're going to get. Now it's about trying to get, because my kids do, like, Kids are fucking evil, bro. <laughs> why, why I have four? Why I continue to try and make them on the nightly? I don't know, but um, yeah. So they're always like, "Dad, your teeth are yellow," and I'm like, "Little I'm like, motherfucker." <laughs> but uh, so yeah, it's been like a thing. It's been more so for you know. Is that it, honestly? I hadn't really been too self conscious about it. You know, I've kind of accepted that my shit's fucked up. Well, you're a up. bit more in the fucking public light these days. It's just I, w- I would imagine that it's something that you feel like you need to do in order to. I don't know, like just be more in the, uh, you know, you got more eyes on you. Yeah. So you want to just fix it a little bit. You know, well, one thing I had to fix too, cause all that plaque build up, dude, I was having to constantly brush my teeth, man. And then I'm very self-conscious about my smell and like, and I knew that my, my breath was stinking, you know, it, but it was not, I, I can verify that it was not. Well, I could tell you it's a total difference in my mouth. So anyway, we fi- I finally made the, that's what she said. <laughs> I finally made the appointment with a motherfucking dentist here in Ashland City, Tennessee to go for a teeth whitening. So I've never had a teeth whitening done before. Um, didn't know what to expect. I get in there and the first thing they do is they, they bring out this contraption that's 
twice as big as your motherfucking mouth. It's like, this is going in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they put like this, uh, like cream on your lips. So I guess it doesn't oh, burn yeah, your lips. Yeah. Lip cream. Oh yeah. We're going to have a lot of that's what she says in this one. Um, <laughs> then they make you wrap your lips around it. <laughs> that's what she said. Surprise motherfucker. <laughs> so you've got this thing in your mouth and your mouth is fully exposed. Like you are super vulnerable. Then they go and they put this like glue or something around your gum line mm-hmm. and then they stuck gauze in there right so you were just fucking you were slammed bro bro it's it was like you had breathe. all the cock and balls in your mouth yeah, yeah i guess if that's what it's like i don't know you tell us about it but um, <laughs> i'm not i had all this shit in my mouth it was very uncomfortable so i finally got position and because at first i was in a laid oh, back yeah, position assume, assume the position dude getting a real hard and all the position. saliva was running down in my throat and oh, that yeah. whatever chemical they were putting on my teeth was burning my throat it felt like just burn mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, yeah, well, I couldn't even say it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> and uh, so she leaned me up. And then uh, so we start the first treatment. So in most scenarios, I didn't know this afterwards. A lot of people go and get one treatment. It's a 15 minute treatment. You got this high powered laser or some shit on your fucking you, you're everything like a UV light or something. Everything like around your mouth is on fire from the heat of this fucking whatever this light is. So they, they tell me to start with, say, hey, some people have sensitivity and they are affected, and it, and it hurts them. And then for most people, it's just like kind of a tingle. So I'm like, oh, I can deal with a tingle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I bet you can. Oh, yeah. Chelsea can for sure. Oh, yeah. The tingle oh, and the dingle. Um, so we sit there for the first treatment. She comes in. It's 15 minutes. The alarm goes off. She's like, are you good? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm tight. I'm tight. I'm tight, man. So uh, start the second treatment. So we are about three minutes shy of the second one, and out of nowhere, the most excruciating shit <laughs> that I felt since the ladder fell on my toe, which maybe we talk about that a little bit. Um, intense to the point where like, I'm looking around, I go, Oh, <laughs> Oh, Oh, nobody say anything. So I just moved the fucking light away. And then it starts to, it was in one area of my teeth. And then it starts bouncing to like, dude, it all came at once. And it was, dude, I had to get home. That's all I could think about. So I ripped my little apron off, started taking my shit off. And as she's coming around, I'm ripping the gauze out. And it's like stuck to my gums. It almost feels like duct tape over some hairs. So I pulled that out. And she's like, uh, are you okay? I was like, I am done. I was like, if y'all want to get paid, somebody better see me real soon. Because yeah. I'm going home and I'm getting in the bed. She says, it hurt? I was like, it fucking hurts bad. So I go up to the thing. I come home, dude. I mean, it fucking had me in tears, bro. It was fucking painful, bro. Like, I think had I stopped it the first time, the first little round, I think it would have just been sensitivity yeah. and everything would have been good. But, dude, that motherfucker hurt. Dude, I'm going to tell you, man, I will not do it again. I mean, teeth pain is also something that, like, no matter how how tough you are, how yeah. fucking, how much you want to be, like, Thanks like for just tough, just grit there. through the fucking pain. You can't, dude, because not only in the no. back, it's like a it's like a psychological mind fuck because you don't know if that pain is ever gonna stop. And yeah. you're like, I cannot live my life with this amount of pain. Obviously, regardless of what the tooth problem is, it's gonna something's gonna happen to stop yeah. it. But whether or not you can actually withstand it for that long is in the back of your mind. You're like, man, this is unbearable. Right, it was unbearable. I came home and ate like, I don't know, 400 milligrams of CBD. <laughs> you had to. Leave it off 50 states. You had um, to. I, I gave you the last two of my gabapentin stash for yeah. my uh, my menstrual cramps. Yeah. And I gave you two of those. You ate like four or five gummies. 
Yeah, and I had to wear a mask over my face because every breath fucking hurt. You couldn't really talk. You weren't like breathing right. You like very mad. The only time I've ever seen you in that kind of it's it was that pain, and I felt so bad because it's like you couldn't stop, like you couldn't stand still, but all you could do was kind of like rock back and forth, kind of thing. Yeah. And it was like, it was really like hard to watch because the only other time I've seen you do that was when the ladder was dropped on your yeah. toe. Oh, well, Bobby, three times. But you <laughs> also, like, you are one of the worst with physical pain ever. Hell yeah. You well, do that. not, uh, you don't handle physical pain. It, it all depends, babe, because I can sit there and get tattooed for hours. You don't handle unwanted physical and not pain flinch, yeah. very but, well. Yeah, for something comes, especially that teeth pain, dude. That's for the birds, bro. If I know to be like that, I'd be like, man, keep the motherfuckers yellow. Matter of fact, let's paint one brown, dude. You don't think you can make it through like one 15 minute session at a time? I'm too afraid to try now. I'm, t- I'm just being honest, dude. I would not do it again in fear of that because I never want to experience that again. And some people may not affect that way, but me, bro. There's something ain't right about something that does that. You yeah, know no, I feel you, dog. I, I wouldn't do it again either. Yeah, I just it just ain't some, worth it. I'll give me some motherfucking white out. And I'll just I mean, your shit looking white out. in a mug right, right now, you, bro. bro. And I, Very gentrified mouth. Bro, bro. <laughs> Speaking of uh, white teeth, you, you've been for the past like almost 48 hours. You kind of caved a little bit at lunch today, but you've been on the uh, white diet. Yeah, I'm on the white you diet, man. you can only eat anything that's white. You yeah, can't eat anything. And clear. I can't drink clear. only clear stuff. So like Sprite, which is, dude, that's hard for me because I love some soda. I love some Milo's. So you've been without tea, without soda, yeah. without I had a Milo's chocolate. rep. I had a Milo's rep call me today and make sure everything was all right. I said, dude, our sales are declining in the National City where the company's going under. Can you please drink a gallon? <laughs> But, uh, yeah, dude, so I've been on this diet eating, you know. Which, chicken and rice. Yeah, chicken and bananas, rice, chicken some tenders. Some vanilla pudding yeah. with some Cool Whip. Cool Whip. And- it's really only been like three meals, and they've all been pretty good. So, <laughs> Hey, but the teeth are white, dude. Yeah. So white about to buy a house and fucking go invest in stocks, dude. There we go. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. We're we taking it too far with the oh, white tooth. Yeah. <laughs> so what about you guys? You guys ever experienced, like, what's the most excruciating pain you've ever felt? I mean, the most lifetime? excruciating pain, I well, I've got – Two things that come to mind. One was a, one was a, uh, nah, shit. It shit sucks, but it ain't like this. I had a, uh, I had a similar thing with my teeth where I had a, um, it wasn't a whitening situation or anything like that. I had a fucking uh, cavity when I was younger and I haven't been to the dentist in a long time, you know, aside from like a cleaning a few years ago or some shit Mm -hmm. like that. But, um, I got a, uh, cavity filled when I was probably 11 or 12. And then when I got older, the cavity, like the filling kind of fell out and it chipped my tooth and it was just kind of like laying in there, you know, just kind of shitty for a little while. And then I was eating one day and the motherfucker like broke in half and I was like, Oh shit, I need to go get this fixed. So I went to this fucking dentist. Uh, this was like the only time I ever had fucking insurance, I had dental insurance and I went to the dentist and I got my, uh, I got a little crown put on it. And when they put the crown on, they like shave your tooth down and all this shit. And, uh, so homeboy put the crown on Well, the goddamn crown ended up fucking, uh, like detaching from my tooth and it was just exposed nerve underneath that motherfucker. And it was unbearable for about like five days, dude. I was eating so much fucking Motrin. I was just like, uh, it was terrible. I, I went to the dentist and I was like, you need to fix my fucking tooth right now. Yeah. And it was this old Jewish guy. I can't remember his name. 
He's like, I'm booked up. I can't do anything. I was like, so you're going to fuck up my fucking mouth and you're not going to fix it. You know, that's what I was That'll get like, you mad. Dude. I yeah, was dude. heated, bro. <laughs> I and, was heated, uh, dude. Like any loud sounds when I came home or fucking, um, bad the dog. I wanted to choke that little fucker because it was barking like a son of a bitch as soon as I pulled up. Oh, dude. I had to play a couple of concerts. Like I had to play, I had a couple of shows gig or gigs that I had to play with yeah. my fucking tooth. Like that. It was just unbearable the bro, entire I canceled, time. Dude. Dude. I, yeah. I wouldn't like, honestly, man, it was fucking bad. What yeah. about you, Chelster? Um, I, I've had a lot of like dental experience. Uh, there's nothing. So with like my dentist work, I, I've had like braces, been to the orthodontist. I've had some, like I had to get my wisdom teeth pulled. I've had a cavity. I have like my second cavity in my life. Now I'm waiting on three root canals, but none of that really sums up the pain I felt when, uh, or equals to the pain I felt when I fractured my back. Oh, God. I was uh, younger. I was like 15 or 16. I went horseback riding and the late and I'd been horseback riding several times. I grew up doing it and I sat on the saddle and, you know, the stirrups are supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty even. One stirrup was higher than the other. She didn't tighten the saddle down enough. And she was like, you know what? Don't worry about it. Like they spent 45 minutes fucking with it and they couldn't get it right. And she was like, you know what? We're okay. We're just going to be on a light walk. We're not going to run or anything like that. So within the first 20 minutes of the ride, her horse starts running. The other horses follow. Oh, so shit. my horse starts running. The saddle slips to the side. And You're my, my <laughs> hips turned. And I heard. And I mean, it was audible. And it was just like the most excruciating pain that she had to. We had to cut. We were on like a four hour ride two hours into it we had to turn around and come back i mean it was it was that bad she had to give me a vicodin with my dad's consent to even get me which was even stranger like why as a horse guide are you carrying like multiple because she pulled a pharmacy out of her saddle bag she owned vicodin baby right so uh they gave me a vicodin to get me back and then my dad's the type of person he's like you know walk it off it'll be okay i had a ton of sprains and stuff growing up i'd never really broken anything and uh so we were scheduled to go whitewater rafting the next day and we went ra- whitewater rafting with my back fucked up. And then we, cause we were in Colorado. So then we went camping and that's sleeping on the, on the ground pretty much in a sleeping bag. And I was going days without sleep. It was absolutely excruciating. They took me back to the cabin when we were riding four wheelers. So on a four wheeler ride. So the whole time I'm just like, they didn't give a four. No, I'm wailing. Like I'm in like the most pain I've ever felt in my life. And it got to the the point where uh, my back was spasming so bad. I couldn't get any sleep. I couldn't lay down. I I went to the kitchen table, which was, you know, kind of like the table we're doing the podcast on. And I had to like put a pillow on the table and sleep sitting up with my head on the on the fucking table before he'd take me. It was like two weeks later. And uh, he was like, well, I guess if it hasn't gotten any better by now, maybe something's wrong. So we do yeah. we do the 45 minute drive into town and uh, go to the hospital. And sure enough, my back's fractured. So I was supposed to do physical therapy and all kinds of shit. Of course, that never happened. Uh, I just got regulated out my pain pills for the duration of the trip and. <laughs> see i'm different i'm the different kind of parent dude my kids get like a little tiny cut and i'm like let's go to the doctor right now let's go to the emergency room bro i was like physically in pain that I, something about fucking spinal injuries that is like to me the the absolute fucking pinnacle of like body nastiness i don't know what the fuck it is uh, the idea of like something breaking my back or having something in my back broken is like disturbing as fuck to me yeah i mean you're so fucked, like dude. listen so, like, listening to that whole story, I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah, it, was, it wasn't fun, and I still, I mean, it's been well over 10 years, and I still have back pain to this day. I still have to go to the chiropractor every once in a while, and they got to pop me back into place. Oh, yeah, I'll pop you back into place, girl. 
I don't give a fuck. That shit sucks, bro. That's what I'm saying. Dude. We had we had a little funny incident happen yesterday. We talking about that. Oh, you talking Let's, about me? You talking about we all? So I'm gonna let you paint the picture, and then we'll get and kind of. Well, we're, let's bring everybody to a climax. <laughs> yeah, okay. And let them really yeah. bust. Well, this road. is a, this is fucked up. I mean, in multiple in multiple different just ways. Just tell your point of view yeah, tell, up okay. until Here's, up until the drop off, and then we'll we'll take over from what happened on our end, and then our stories yeah. will connect. So okay. we had a, just just to paint the picture, we we had a meeting. Scout needed to be taken uh, to her grandparents. We couldn't do it. Derek, solid dude, said, "You know what, bro? I got you." Yeah. So, so, here we go. so well, it starts a little bit before that. Um, <laughs> As the meeting was going on, I wasn't a part of the meeting. Uh, there was a meeting going on upstairs, and I was downstairs. Uh, we've got company. We got Zeus, who's actually listening in. Listening in. Say right what now. up, Zeus. Say what up. Thank you for listening. There we go. Yeah, yeah. There he is uh, in the background. We're trying to get a couple of laughs and giggles. Yeah, out of Zeus. lurking in the corner, uh, lurking dude. in the shadows, bro. But uh, so me and Zeus were chilling out downstairs, and uh, your daughter Scout was. She was bored as fuck because every all the adults were outside and nobody was around to like entertain her. So she was basically like fucking with us, you know what I mean? Like throwing shit down there and like you got a package delivery and I was like, no, I don't. She's like, sorry Look, about that because I thought she was in her room taking a nap. <laughs> oh hell no, nah. <laughs> no, nah, she, nah, she yeah, she was fucking with us. She kept coming down and like handing Zeus a wadded up dollar bills and being like, well, you don't want my dollar? <laughs> and Zeus is like, no, it's your dollar. And she's like, well, I don't want it. I don't want it, and you don't want it. Take it. You know, she was like doing shit like that. But, uh, so, uh, the determination was made that I was going to be taking Scout to, uh, to, to go meet with her grandma yeah. so she could go stay for a couple of days with her grandma. Yeah. And, um, basically, the last time that she came down, me and Zeus were sitting at the table downstairs and she was on the stairs playing with this like white, like f- rubbery, floppy thing. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And she was like stretching it and pulling it and everything. And I looked at it. I was like, is that a motherfucking fleshlight dog? And I looked over at Zeus and I even asked Scout. I was like, what, what is that? I was like, what are you playing with? And she's like, it's my, it's my stretchy thing. It's like a, like a, uh, what she called it? Squishy. She's, yeah. Squishy thing. She said it's my, um, uh, stress ball. Stress ball. There you go. That's what she said. She said it was her stress ball. And Zeus even looked at me and he goes, I, I know what you think that is. And I was like, is that thing? He's like, I don't fucking know. And I, cause I don't, I don't have kids. I don't know what kids' toys are like these days. I don't know if they fucking make weird fleshlight esque fucking squishy toys for little kids to play with. So I thought everything was on the up and up, man, because, you know, you never expect that a five year old is just going to be fucking cruising with a fleshlight. Yeah. And, uh, so me and Scout, we, uh, we get in the car and she carries it with her. And, uh, I mean, I, you know, the whole time I'm just, cause it had like this, it had colors. It was white, but it was colored in almost like a rainbow color kind of configuration. So I thought maybe, you know, whatever. But um, so we get going. We cruise down the road about 45 minutes. We uh, we meet her grandma on the parking lot. She takes all of her stuff, transfers, transfers it over to the next car. I didn't think anything about it until I get home. So switch POV. Yeah, so we're in a different point of view. So uh, we we had just finished up our meeting and it was a a very rough day. It was I mean it's it's been a crappy week pretty much. It was a very rough meeting, uh, just very somber day, and I get a FaceTime from my mom, <laughs> and uh, it provided the only comedic relief in the day. It was well needed. However, uh, the FaceTime was my mom, and she goes. Can you please tell me what your daughter has? 
and she pans it back to Scout sitting in the back seat, stretching the ever loving fuck out of Chad's pocket pussy. <laughs> Yeah, and I I didn't know what to do. I immediately kind of held the phone down. I was trying so hard not to laugh. I had to go inside. I handed the phone to Chad to let him see what was going on. Uh Um, and and yeah, that was so basically. uh, He asked her. He said, "You know, where did you?" Or he told my mom. He was like, "You know, that's that's adult oriented, and it needs to be taken away immediately. (laughs) Just throw it away." And uh, it was colored because I guess she had, uh, Chad says, where did you find that? And Scout said it was in the couch. And Chad was like, it was not in the couch. And she's like, yeah, it was in the couch. I found it and I, I it's my toy and it's in the couch. And Chad said, you didn't, he said, did you go into any of our boxes or our drawers? And she was like, uh, that might have happened. Damn, dude. So, yeah, so then I, I had to get I on. I had to get on a Facetime, and th- this is when I found out. So I'm seeing Chelsea's mom, and then it's panned like half of her face, and then the other is Scout in the back, just stretching out this fucking pocket pussy, and it was the most embarrassing. She's shit. like, "It's my squishy." Oh like, my god! She's like, take that away right now. Stop. Take it away. This no, don't do that. I can't even <laughs> like. What is? What must your mom have thought about me handing it off? Handing Scout off to. Her with a fucking pocket pussy in tow. Well, I, I think she knew something was amiss. So we had the conversation. Um, I let out a good laugh and she texts me and says, do you want it back with a bunch of the laugh cry faces? And me being, you know, the smart ass I am. I said, no, it was time to get a new one anyways. So that one's been cleaned and shelved for a while. But thank you. And she sends a little face palm emoji. And I said, I am not ashamed of our healthy sex life, but I do apologize for the festivities of today. Love you. She sent more of the laugh cry faces and said, I can't stop laughing. So then we were talking about how funny it would have been because our daughter is a bit of an asshole. <laughs> It'd be funny if the, if Derek, for whatever, he's got pulled over. And they they come up the the thing and say how well, are you doing? she had already made a comment about yeah. she didn't they want to go ride anywhere with Derek because she yeah. was like I don't I don't, go with I don't really get in cars with strangers which you know props <laughs> to her um but Derek is not a stranger yeah, dude, we live together he's known <laughs> Scout since she was a teeny tiny baby and he, he now lives in the house with us so uh, she's being she's a yeah. very, she's a precocious child for sure precocious uh, is one of the kindest yeah. words I have heard uh, <laughs> describing my kid she's a known hellion yeah. she's very witty very smart too smart in fact and uh she's she's a known troublemaker so i i love her spunk and i hope she channels that into something positive later in life but uh but she could fuck a homie up if she got pulled over (laughs) she got pulled over they're like whose kid is that and they're like i don't know this guy (laughs) and then she's back there playing with his fucking pocket pussy (laughs) making a complete weirdo that's super creepy but i find myself in that fucking situation wondering how in the hell I got there after the fact that I, that I discovered it. I was like, man, this is so wildly inappropriate to be in the car with a kid playing with a pocket. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, it's absolutely a wildly inappropriate thing going on, but it's, I mean, she had discovered it um, and it was put up and it was retired. So it had been cleaned and retired back to a box. So she Bro, was, I was going through shit. She colored on it, which is why it was multicolored. It's yeah. supposed to be just a white, you know, white. Yeah, she already, she it. already uh, bedazzled it and <laughs> yeah. add her own touches that, to it. And, and that's why I didn't really think that it, 
it must have been hers. You know, I, yeah. I thought that it must have been hers because it looked like rainbow colored and shit. <laughs> but she was in the fucking back seat in her car seat, flopping this fucking thing around, dude, like a big old fucking jangly you dick. Said, uh, you didn't know if it was a like a, a squishy unicorn horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, I don't fucking know what this thing is. I don't know what, nothing about kids' toys. You Mom's- know what? I have no uh, no regrets because you know. Uh, I feel like it's kind of a rite of passage thing. And no, I'm not talking about the kid part. I'm talking about the parent part now because I remember finding like my parents' stashes of stuff. I've heard. What did you find? What did they have? My dad had Playboys and then uh, my mom had like some videos and sex toys and stuff oh, like an early in hers and uh, my stepdad's. Hi, mom. Relationship. <laughs> and you know, and I'm not, I'm not ashamed that we have a, a, a very healthy sex life and we incorporate all kinds of things into it and we keep it interesting and you know after seven years we're still happy and going for it i I have no apologies but uh i feel like i hit a a milestone as a parent this past weekend or this past yeah i don't know i don't know you might not have some you know apologies (laughs) but somebody to be owing me some apologies if they got it if i got fucking pulled over and caught with a arrested yeah dude we would have vouched we have your kid We have your kid with us. She says it's a strange man, and she's carrying a pocket pussy. It's going to make like, it very awkward for me at Thanksgiving. That's all I got to say. No, <laughs> mom. Mom around. said that this one was going down in the books, and that would. Be oh, I bet. And that's why it's going to be super. You awkward. know, you get. You know, when you get there for Thanksgiving, that motherfucker's just going to be sitting there, slaps slapped onto the fucking table, dude, just flopping That'd around. Fucked up. What if she you know, wait till for, Christmas and give it to me as a present? Maybe that's something my mom would do. I will say though, it's probably no more embarrassing to you than it was to me when you were bartering blowjobs while I was on FaceTime with you with my stepdad in the room. When was that? Mm, what is this? Um, <laughs> we were living in Florida and Chad was, I think he was in Florida. I think I was in Bowling Green visiting my mom and he saw I was buying uh, some Lime Crime lip, lip glosses and lipsticks. And so he, uh, he called me and he was like, why do you have, why did you purchase like $70? Why is there a $70 Amazon purchase? And he was just trying to be a douchebag because he was uh, filming everything in our yeah, life for Snapchat at that yeah. point in time. Oh, I remember that point. Knowing full well, uh, he never asks me why or how much I spend. So he calls, just trying to call me out on this like lip stuff. He's like, there's a $70 Amazon charge. And I'm like, it's lip gloss. Like it's lime crime lip stuff. It, I found it on Amazon. It was cheaper than I could buy it in the stores. I bought it. And he's like, well, I guess it's okay. And I'm in the, my mom's kitchen. I'm on one side of the island in her kitchen. My stepdad, he and I were just in a conversation. He's sitting right across from me on the other side of the phone. And Chad goes, that's fine. You can make it up to me when you get home with a, uh, some kind of nasty blow job or something like that. <laughs> My fucking stepdad looking at me and I'm just like, I'm like, he, my stepdad's right here. I still have the video on my fucking phone, dude. And Good I've times. never been more embarrassed in my fucking life. Yeah, never that's a pretty dull embarrassing. moment, baby. Never a dull moment. Speaking of never a dull moment, there's got to be something going on in the world, Chelster. Oh, hell yeah. There's there something crazy going we can talk about. Um, this one, you actually sent one to me and it's something I had seen before and it was pretty crazy, but it fell in between recording dates. So I kind of forgot about it. Uh-huh. Um, but there had been a string of burglaries that have, I think it was late last year or early this year and it was all over the news and they shared the suspect thing the picture and i remember reading like everybody was like that's a mask that's totally a mask and it was super creepy because this guy wears a super realistic looking mask and of a white dude of a white it was dude. a black dude, it was a white dude mask. 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Just no, roll with the punches. Ahead. Go ahead. Roll with the punches. Let's don't make it bad. Roll with the punches, girl. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. So, basically, it was a black man who committed all the, the burglaries dressed up as a white guy. You have a picture of it to show Derek? Yeah, I want to see it. Yeah, you got to check this out. It's pretty funny. I hope I'm, it, I'm in my mind. I'm hoping it's I like a fucking like, one of those, like an old man, one mask. of those low grade cameras. It would look pretty realistic, bro. That was pretty smart. I mean, that's a smart move. That's what I would do, do for sure. So these were the pictures. I'm just zooming in right now. These are the pictures that were released earlier when the story still broke because it was a string of burglaries. There ended up being thirty in total. Did the guy ever get caught? Yes, the guy oh, just got caught. Well, so here, so these were the pictures and everyone's like, that <laughs> looks weird. People, a bunch of people were like, that's a mask. And the police were even like, well, they noticed in every single picture, the mouth was kind of agape. So yeah. they were like, that's gotta be a mask. So when they found this guy, there's the guy. <laughs> yeah, Damn, totally hey, man, not that guy. Hey, props to him though. I mean, that's a, that's a, Innovative, fucking, dude. That, that's a, that's a realistic enough looking mask to where he could yeah. definitely pull off a crime. Looking like you know what? Else. If he had only done about half of those, he probably would have got away with it. Dude. Yeah, you, you get just, you, you, you start greedy, fucking bro. reaching for the stars, dude. And sometimes, or you get too close to the sun, and sometimes your yeah, fucking wings burn, burn up, baby. That's a good burn, son. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> and that's what happened. Dude. <laughs> what else you got, Chelster? Um, I mean, I can go into my next news. If yeah, you want. yeah, go for it. it. Yeah, that was a quickie. Oh yeah, well, Chad made it a quickie. That's what she said. <laughs> um, so. You know, uh, there was a guy, he had a family, 82-year-old uh, Douglas Scott passed away. Mm-hmm. His family's very sad, and, you know, you have a, a family member, and you lose them, and you got to go, you know, clean out their house or do whatever. And, you know, dad just died. Family goes and goes to his home, and they're packing up stuff, and just normal dude, good dad. Nobody had anything bad to say about him. Um but now everybody's questioning that because they found skeletal remains. Oh, hell yeah. That's what I'm talking hell about. Hell yeah. That's the kind of stories I like. Yeah, dude. In, uh, in dad's house. How many? Well, I think right now it's just one. So it says, uh, this is from ABC News. Family members made a grisly discovery over the weekend when they discovered human skeletal remains while they were cleaning out their father's residence after he passed away. Um, so, so basically, I don't know if it was like a hoarder type situation or anything <laughs> like that. Just got lost got lost it, it's not him. He's dead and buried. He's in the ground. It yeah. No, no, no. Like yeah, somebody not, else. Like he was hiding a corpse. He killed somebody. Had the fucking, died. like the plumber came one day, dude, and fell under a mountain <laughs> of old newspapers and just died. Dude. Hey, you never know. No, actually it doesn't say I, I made the hoarder thing up. It doesn't say anything about hoarding. That was my first thought. Oh, I, okay. I, okay. So when I read it, I thought for a second that he had maybe like died in his hoard, but it wasn't. I watched too much hoarders. So oh, it wasn't gotcha. what it was. So they were just uh, coming in and cleaning out his house and they found the body. They didn't say where or how they found it, um, but they had an evidence response team and crime scene technicians and all kinds of stuff that stayed at the house all day long collecting evidence. So apparently it's a thing and uh, they found out their dad was potentially a murderer. Dude, is there anything you ever found out about a family member that just blew your fucking mind? You have a family mm. member you found something about like, damn. No, not really. Not that I'm not nothing that comes to mind. What about you? All right, right on the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean several things. I don't know how much I could talk about though. <laughs> I might implicate Statute someone in a crime. I'll say I have someone in my in my family, I don't want to say who, that uh was involved in a suspicious murder that got 
somehow this guy is super lucky or this guy or girl <laughs> is super lucky because he's been in and out of prison like pretty much since i was a kid yeah. he or she he or she damn it god damn it son <laughs> Don't but yes yeah, so i guess it was like a, a altercation and then someone got ran over but then they got backed up ran over and ran over again but well, was that's trying on to claim purpose. It was an accident the f- one yeah. set of tire tracks is an accident mm. four sets of tire tracks is a murder but you know i can't say that i was that surprised because someone when they told me you know i was like yeah yeah, yeah i can see, see that, that happening now was a crazy motherfucker no um, i've got a uh no 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 stone cold killers in the dodd family no i've got a i've got a a relative of mine who is is known to be a uh a rampant shit talker so i've heard some stories but i don't fucking believe any of them yeah so what about you, Chester? Um, I did talk about my uh, uncle who murdered somebody and is currently serving life in prison for that. And that was pretty surprising to learn, but I never met him, so it didn't really impact me. But uh, my Grammy, uh, I love the woman. She raised me until I was about 12 years old, my grandmother. Um, and, you know, my my <laughs> my upbringing was really weird. My dad was away, worked a lot. I grew up with my grandmother and... She wasn't the type of grandmother that was like, you know, oh, you're precious. Here's some, you know, chocolate chip cookies. Let's, you know, she was like, here's your goddamn cookies, you little fucker kind yeah. of thing. Like, let's now grab two and let's watch Jerry Springer kind of thing. She was a very. Uh, Where's my cigarettes? Yes. She was a very. Uh, Come here, sweet pea. Where you at, sweet pea? <laughs> she didn't have like the, she didn't have like a gravelly voice or anything like that. She was just, she was an old, tough woman. She had nine kids and she you know two of her or three of her husbands died all three of them died and she's a two-time cancer survivor and she's you know I so mean, just a gruff a she's gruff, a tough as weathered nails. lady yes yeah. very very much so and uh i believe that two of her three husbands may have not died uh as unsuspiciously as we have Ooh. determined and then we also found out, uh, actually, a, like a week before our wedding, that my Grammy had uh, two more children that we didn't know about. So, Damn. Yeah. Damn. So, she gets so, a poten- so a potential Black Widow situation? Is that kind what you're talking about? Yeah. Um, my oh. Grammy was a very scandalous woman for Damn, her day. Dude. And I can't find out much about her because she was adopted, so I don't have all that information, but I'm still trying to uncover it. Just she's, living her best life. I, she's passed away, so I don't, you know. Well, she was. I, I for, was. forgive me, any of my family who's listening to this and takes offense to it, but, you know, from what I knew of her, she was one of the most influential people of my life. I don't plan on killing you. Um, oh, I yeah. love you very much, We're but <laughs> she was my Grammy, and she that's how I knew her, but, you know, her her early life, she was scandalous. You can't think of any reason why you might kill me? Oh, I can think of all the reasons why I might kill you, but I'm not going to. What's the top one? Cheating. Don't ever buy that life insurance policy, though. Actually, <laughs> never get um, No, I would. I would kill you, and I would. I would. I've described the many ways I would kill you and the whore that you're cheating on me with. Damn, that's taking a little to the extreme. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Surprise. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of extreme, man, remember that band, I dude? Fucking kill you! <laughs> remember that? What's the, more than words, bro? More than words. words. Extreme, dude. Yeah. What's yeah. your most hated band, dude? To ever? What's the, what's a band that when you hear it, it, just fucking it rubs you the wrong way, dude? Do you have one queued up? Because I'm gonna need to think to think about this one for a second. 
Oh, dude, my worst hated. I don't know, man. It's going to be close to the probably Creator Nickelback, dude. Really? It's, well, it's one of those bands that really make me cringe. And and what I really hate about them is the song will get stuck in my head for five weeks, bro. Yeah, but that's like the sign of a good song. Nah, no. no. Yeah, it is, man. No, it's not. I can ah, tell shit. you that the the god awful song that you guys have been. Singing oh yeah, the one the we've been singing. That, is that a sign of a good song, Derek? <laughs> is that a sign of a good song? Well, we, 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 the reason why it's stuck in our head so much is because we were making fun of it. The shit that's stuck in our head isn't even the actual song. Yeah. Cause every time we start, we make our own lyrics. Yeah. Every, like the things that I'm, that are cycling through my head aren't the actual (laughs) song. It's the lyrics that we've made up to. And the song sounds like this. Take it, Derek. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) We might have a listener or two. Yeah. We may. We may. (laughs) Definitely can't do that Uh, one. Shit. Chelsea, you go. I think I I feel like you have a strong opinion about this. I do. I've got two right off the rip. Um, and it's not a band. It's, well, one of them's a band. Uh, the other one's an artist immediately I want to claw my ears off when I hear the Red Hot Chili Peppers and Sam Smith immediately. Yeah, you do, you do hate them. You, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers don't bother me. Um, I think it, it is kind of a little campy and, and cringy at time when he does that. I can't even do it. Like making his own lyrics is just words. I felt like he was just lazy in the studio. They come like, Hey, you ready ready to lay down your track? I hear that. And then I hear like the nasally ass shit from Sam Smith and I immediately want to harm something small and cute. I don't know. I don't like Sam Smith, but my daughter is a huge fan. I know. God, it's so painful. I mean, I know. I mean, motherfuckers talented, dude. Like when I hear him sing, it's like, yeah, motherfucker. I understand why he's a fucking a massive star. Plug your nose and belt out the highest falsetto you can possibly imagine, and you're Sam Smith. Congratulations. Let's get you a record deal. Nice. I can't really think of a band, but I mean, it is a band, but this, it, like, I only know one song by them that absolutely irks the shit out of me. And it was that bare naked ladies. Uh, oh, that yeah. oh, that one song. Yeah. Yeah, what was the song? I can't remember even the exactly name of the song. But every time that fucking song comes on, I'm like, God damn, what a terrible, <laughs> awful. And it fucking was a song. massive. Hit. It just, that like, shit was evokes huge. this like primal instinct to like immediately strangle the first yeah, breathing dude, thing th- next to you. When that motherfucker goes, a chickadee china, the Chinese yeah. chicken, oh, yeah. dude, uh, that shit makes chicken. me want to fucking kill myself, <laughs> dude. dude yeah. It's so terrible. And that fucking blues traveler song too. Oh, the- oh, I love- run around. Damn, I yeah, like dude. that. I like nah, that. Bro. <laughs> I think, and I think that I don't I, like. I don't have much hatred towards any specific bands or anything. Uh-huh. But those two songs in particular, just I think from like the point in my life where those were popular, I was like, this is the fucking worst shit imaginable. All right, right now on the count of three, all of us say our favorite band: one, two, three. X-ray vision. <laughs> damn dude that, what I, genre? I, I, I don't even what, yeah dude what I can, time in my life what's your what? go-to if you could only pick one band to listen to from I here can't. who would you pick metallica. But you got to, metallica okay. yeah metallica chelsea i can't it, it all depends on what mood misfits I'm in. misfits I, I could i could get by if you give me all the misfits records i can get by yeah i could do i could i could exclusively listen to metallica the rest of my life and like I might get tired of it, but I yeah. can, I mean, do you like the, the cover, the whiskey in the jar row? Yeah. I love, uh, I love the, the whole like uh, wow. garage Inc. I think almost every song on there was great. Uh, the only album that I don't like Saint is Anger. St. Anger. It's just, I mean, there's a few songs on there that are actually pretty decent. This just mm. shit sounds like garbage. I don't know why they mm. did that, but yeah, I don't understand either, dude. 
I don't understand. I remember that time. Remember the time they got like in, uh, it was on MTV and they showed up at someone's house and they had like a diesel full of gear. Yes, I remember that. What was that? Uh, It was just like, it was like a sweepstakes that MTV did where it was like Metallica comes and rocks your house, you know, some shit like that. I mean, it would have been tight to actually have that happen. But me personally, I would never sign up for nothing like that because I don't want to meet my fucking heroes, man. I have no interest in meeting my heroes. Dude, I do. I'd love to hang out and talk and 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 uh, well, you got chop to, it up. You, you know? got to meet a couple of the guys from the Misfits. So yeah, I, mean, I met yeah. a couple guys from Misfits, a couple guys from Danzig. Yeah, I've seen Danzig from about forty feet away. There um, are musicians that I've met that have absolutely been. It's been the, one one of the greatest like experiences of my life. And then I've also met musicians that I listen to, and I hate them with all my being. So it just. I don't know, but I still sometimes will listen to their songs, but in the back of my head, I'm like, that dude's a fucking douchebag. You yeah. Know? I don't, that's why I say I don't have any of those experiences in my mind. James Hetfield seems like a pretty fucking chill guy. Uh, I mean, I know that they've gone through a lot of public bullshit, but you know, at the end of the day, he still seems like somebody I could fucking kick it with. The drummer catches a lot of shit, a lot of hate. Dude. And every, I mean, I will fucking defend his Napster fucking thing until right. the ends of the earth, dude. Cause he was a hundred percent right, man. That shit made it to where it was goddamn near impossible for anybody to make money off of fucking album sales yeah and that's kind of where we're at now yeah it is 100 get that penny for every million spins on spotify Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that's why we need you to tell all your friends because we're trying to get that penny back yeah give me that penny boy oh yeah anything else you guys want to add man no i don't think so we're actually we're going pretty long on this one surprisingly going long and strong strong. that's That's what what she she said said. what you got chelsea Oh no! I just I wanted I was just curious about like the so you've never met a musician that you've looked up to or besides me anybody else? <laughs> oh my god! I mean I've uh, I've met a few uh, like but I've I've never viewed them as being like somebody I looked up to. I've viewed them or as a being fan? like like you've never met a, a, a singer of a of band that you liked and no not really like, no no I mean it, you know I've never had uh, I've never had the musical taste that was. Um, that would, that that would, that would have like put me in a situation to meet like a super celebrity. You know, I've always like listened to underground bands and I never, I never really, I never really looked at them as being like, you You never went to a local show, like a a band played locally and you never got to like hang out with any of them or meet any of them. And man, I started playing music when I was 17 and I, and I never had gone to a live, like a live local show before the very first show that I ever played. Yeah, and Derek got to skip that awkward I, uh, I suck ne- for ten years. Yeah, I never had that because I had to go through. Derek came out with like they had a full album and it was like really good. <laughs> yeah, the very first show yeah. you were there at the yeah. head on the door. And, I think I booked I mean, it. Yeah, I? you booked yeah. it. Yeah, and 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 I feel like we did pretty fucking good for yeah, our first no, show. I think so. Everybody yeah. was surprised, man. Yeah, so came I mean, out swinging, baby. I never really had that that like you know, that thing where I like looked up to anybody or like locally. And then I always kind of, maybe I was being arrogant or kind of a dick, but I always viewed musicians who I respected as being less like celebrities or less, uh, you know, like idols of mine and more as like kind of influences or, or people that I would just like to collaborate with or something like that. You know what I mean? Like I just didn't have, So it's not that you didn't meet them. It's not that you just didn't have, like you weren't in a fan mentality. kind. Yeah, no, I mean, I've met people at like the masquerade, you know, a lot of times the, the bands will just be kind of hanging out over near the fucking over near their merch booth or something, slinging merch and shit. And you know, I'll go up and I'll be like, Hey man, great set. You know, it was awesome. And that's as much as it would ever be for me. 
what about yeah. what about you? I know we know your ninety pound wuss story yeah. where you did the MXPX. Uh, MX, yeah, it? MXPX. Oh, okay. yeah. ninety I'm pound sorry. wuss played that night though. My bad. Uh, MXPX. Yeah. Like, I got your posters, you got your on, my posters wall. on my wall. Um, did any other any other people that I've met that I would like a starstruck thing? Is that what we're talking about? I mean, I don't know. Well, I know because both of I mean, we work in the damn music. I've industry. met a lot. We've I've, I've gotten to meet people. a lot of people, honestly, that were influential to me. Like I talked to, like uh, Dan from Zayo. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, you're still, yeah, you like in communication. Yeah, I've been, with I've, been I've met him in person. Went and tattooed me and Chelsea. Went to a show in Florida. Yeah, he's and got to hang super out. Cool yeah, he's super cool. Those, super all those nice guys guy. are super humble. But most of the bands I listen to are kind of like Derek. Man, they're so obscure that anybody can really go talk to them you yeah. know what i mean because they're at the merch booth selling the merch yeah exactly so it's not like uh it's not like a you're meeting your idol it's almost like you're meeting a peer you know they're just more successful and maybe they influenced you in some way yeah i think now maybe if i had met them 10 years ago i'd probably been more a little starstruck but like just working in the business and you getting used to seeing you never know who you're going to run into when you're you know wherever oh, yeah. you're I at. Mean, music business like post music business it's i mean we meet a ton of people all the time yeah i'm kind sometimes of desensitized now right sometimes it's cool that you get to meet those people but i feel like we've been let down by so many people yes that even too. if you weren't so there are a few people that i was a fan of previously before we got got into the working the music business and chad didn't necessarily know who they were or wasn't really a fan and so it you know them turning out to be assholes essentially didn't i mean he was disappointed but for me it was like i remember like i have high school memories with my friends and stuff based on some of these artists and it it hurt it definitely hurt a little bit but i got a lot of opportunity pre-music business to meet a lot of people and spend time with them and hang out so and really those were the times that i can't really think of anything super disappointing you know yeah yeah I mean, it's just one of those things. I just don't think that meeting your idols is ever really going to live up to what you have in your mind. Oh, no. There there have been a couple, for sure. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I I guess maybe that's why I've never, like, really tried to idolize anybody. You said that with a twinkle in your eye. Don't, don't, no. No, I want to hear it. Are we on time? No, we're at No, I want to hear it. Who who did you meet that, uh... Because you're holding, you're withholding some information. I'm not withholding. She's getting giggly, dude. She's going into giggly <laughs> girl mode, dude. Let me hear it, girl. Stop it. No. Um, oh, listen God, to that stop. tone in her voice. No, I want to hear yeah, it. No, I know. I have to know. Now. You got to talk about it now. You can't tease it. <clears throat> Go ahead. So I guess the ones that stand out uh, to me, I guess the most, I got to meet uh, Mitch Lucker before he passed away. He was super cool. Got to spend some time with him. Um, I spent some time with him. What do you mean? No, not nothing like that. <laughs> God, no. And it was nothing. I was not like one of those like you know sleep with the band people or what. I was just you know. So she met my band. Oh yeah. And then she was all oh, yeah, about dude. It. I didn't even know you were in a band. And by my first impression of you, I didn't give a fuck if you were in a band or oh, not. You were God. still a douchebag. Here we go. Um, Total Chad. <laughs> and then uh, Phil Bozeman from Whitechapel. That was really cool. The only disappointing thing was he was like my height. Um, I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah, he's a that. tiny dude. I'm, I met yeah. those guys on the road when we uh, 
had like a uh, remember we were in a parking lot with Barrier Dead. Were you with us? Yes, that was, and the tour bus. You guys just saw the tour bus and, and was then, like, hey man, we're playing right down the road. What are you guys doing? Yep. Yeah. And then we went around the corner in Whitechapel. It was like in the early Whitechapel yeah. days. But yeah, he's a tiny little dude. Yeah, he is. Uh, Barrier Dead. I got to hang out with them. They were doing like some kind of something at like Fye with uh, shit Seven Dust, I believe. Seven Dust. <laughs> seven Dust. So that was uh, that was cool. I mean, most most everybody's just pretty chill and cool and it's like you know you get to talking about random shit or random music she's and totally then, leaving out the story do you don't your um, eyes don't turn there, yeah there's a there's, a there's a there's a story so in there there is a story but i'm just trying to think of like the pause like rob zombie was amazing um there's a ton of them but the the one that truly sticks out in my mind was marilyn manson mm-hmm which um, is problematic to even talk about these I days. I don't give a flying yeah. fuck because this is one of the coolest moments of my life. I've known several people to have those moments as well. It was the uh, the t- first Twins of Evil tour. It was I got tickets for my 21st birthday and Rob Zombie was selling meet and greets out the gate. So my dad bought me a meet and greet for my birthday. Um, I got to do that and it was a very personal thing and it was really cool and I really enjoyed it. We got to spend a lot of time. I got a lot of really cool shit signed. Um, he's a tiny dude too. Really? I thought he was tall. I thought he was like six, three or six, four. No, he's, uh, I mean, he's a little taller than me, but he's like, he's super like slim, super still. Or he was, he was a motherfucker chunky now. Yeah. He's kind of weird looking now. Yeah, He's chunky. He don't, he don't hold it well. Oh, he was super slim when I met him. But, uh, and then, so Marilyn Manson didn't put out meet and greets until like the like week before. Are you talking about Rob Zombie? No, Rob Zombie's still slender. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's a, yeah, he's a tiny guy. Rob Zombie's still slender. Um, Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, Manson, he, he's a little chunky, but I, I I like (laughs) the, the thickums, so it didn't bother me any. Um, but I, he, his meet and greet was like $200 aside from like the ticket prices and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I contemplated it and I was like, you know, it was one of those things where like, I was so scared if he was a fucking douchebag, it would have just crushed me because I looked up to him for so long for so many different reasons. And see what happened was I was one of those people who liked to go stand in line at like 9am. Yeah. I had to be the first person in line and you know, we had the meet and greets and stuff. So we, we went in, it was me and, uh, two other people were there and I got to chatting with somebody that we were in like a little VIP lounge thing. And so my party, like since we were the first ones through the door, they checked us in, but they didn't do it right. They put wristbands on us and we saw all these other people come in with like Rob Zombie gift bags and we're like, well, shit, we got the Rob Zombie meet and greet. Where's our stuff? So they went to go check and they were like, oh, they made a mistake. They gave us the Manson meet and greet wristbands. They said, hey, just bring them back. Like, here's your bag. They said, just go turn in the wristbands. Mm. (laughs) I didn't turn in my wristband. (laughs) I did it. I sat there because they were like, well, the Rob Zombie meet and greets before the show, the Manson ones after the show. And I was like, okay, well, worst case, they turn me away. They're not going to kick me out before the concert because the meet and greet's not till after. So fuck it. I'm just going to give it a shot. I started panicking when I was in line afterwards because they were checking everybody in and you had to give them your name and you had to be on a list. Yeah. Well, um... I was trying to think of like the most uh, generic fucking name I could. I live like I'm, I'm Taylor Smith. Like I don't know. Like I was. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not on there. Check my email, kind of thing. I, I was thinking of all these ways I could play it off, and then so they asked me for my name, and the lady looks down at my wrist and she's like, "Oh, you've already checked in. What size is on your wristband?" Because it had like an M on it, and I just uh-huh. thought it was for Manson. It was for medium. Oh, okay. So they handed me my medium gift bag, and I was like. Sh- 
shuttled off into line and they sent us in in groups of 10 and the assistant comes out and she's like, I just want you to know that uh, Mr. Manson keeps his dressing room at 32 degrees. It's very cold in there. Please don't talk to him for very long because he'll talk all night. We'll be here all night. And I was in the second group of 10. The first group of 10 took about an hour and a half to go through. So she came back out and she was like, I, I'm begging you, don't talk to him. He's in a really friendly mood tonight. Just get it signed, say hi, and move on. In and out. It was not in and out. It was the best fucking moment of my life before I met Chad. Um, and it was super cool. They actually had everybody like get back in line because they were going to take pictures. And because I, so I got, it was like for my birthday. He made this whole big thing about my birthday. He kissed my hand several times. I didn't wash that hand for a good like two weeks. His lipstick stayed there. I, I did the plastic bag <laughs> over the hand and all that shit. Yes. Crazy psycho. Yes. He's giving me psycho, the but it was, he was super cool. It was super fun. It was, it was, it was awesome. I didn't get back in line because it had already been like two hours and like the, my other friends were waiting on me and they were like all right bitch you need to go um but they were like well we'll get your emails like on the way out and we'll email you the pictures i'm like i know my email's not on that list so i'm gonna go ahead and dip out real quick and uh i i called my dad and i was just like <laughs> it was bad it was so fucking bad well i mean that's a cool experience that <laughs> motherfucker keeps his dressing room at 32 degrees it was cold i didn't even know your standard air conditioner would do that i didn't think it would i mean what's he got to get like a fucking commercial freezer it, was, it was very dark it was lit by candles and it was very cold um i was sweating bullets despite how cold it was in there so uh -huh. i really don't remember the coldness but it was uh it was super cool. It was one of those like every all stars aligned kind of thing. You know what I hope, man? I just hope one day that Chelsea will love me like I love her and she'll want to keep my kiss on her for two weeks instead of pushing me away when I try to kiss her. <laughs> Your lasting kiss on me is Bruh. in the form of our fucking five-year-old. She's never going away, so... I well, had your baby. Yes, you did. Yes, you do. Well, I don't know. It might be Mansa's baby. <laughs> I can 100% verify that it is not. <laughs> I read the Bible quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, thank y'all so much, man. Y'all continue talking about us, telling people about us. Let's grow this son of a bitch so we can keep doing it, man. We we need to monetize this bitch. We, we put in the work. I would, I would like to make a little bit of money we off of talking a shit of money. A once a week. We, we want to yeah. entertain you guys a couple times a a week and maybe we three get, times a week yes you know what we don't want to get paid what's that we don't have like an instagram or anything i feel yeah, like we need to get chelsea can stuff. you can you help us with that can i you? can't i feel like we need a an internet presence and we need some pictures need some pictures we need to go pictures. take some right. some pictures you um, take enough pictures for all of us yes thank you thank You're you welcome. i appreciate it. anything else you want to complain about me tonight before we say goodbye <laughs> it was not a complaint <laughs> i don't <laughs> I complimented you on your handsomeness and your you. pearly white teeth Thank you. and how much I love you and the child that we have together. So is, is anything else you want to bitch about? I will fucking <laughs> kill you if you talk to me again. Not at all. I'm completely happy, baby. Good. I just, one day. If you're one day. happy, I'm happy. Oh, so like a dream. <laughs> well, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Let's hit it. D-roll. like it? All right, that's another episode of the Chat Show. Thanks for Zeus for hanging in and hanging out, hanging in and, and making, hanging out. Uh, no sounds at all. What you got to say, Derek? Uh, nothing much, dude. I just uh, hope some more people listen to us. I hope our presence grows worldwide even further than yes. Rwanda. Yes, me too. I want everybody listening to this motherfucker. Take your mama, mother truckers. We love you. God damn it, Chad. I read the Bible quite a bit. Mm.